Hi, uh, welcome to season four of our podcast. These are trends that you need to know to, to prepare. Um, and if you don't prepare, uh, it could be quite uh, quite a problem. Uh, we call these mega trends. And what Sean had said in our first episode of this season was that these are trends that as factors outside our company's control, but we still have to, to be responsible for them. So this is episode eight. Tom, do you want to tell us what trend we're focusing on today? Oh, by the way, hi guys. <laughs> hi, Sean. Hey, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, 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 I'm feeling that there's a degree of courtesy that was missed at the start there. It's like, normally we're... it's like the Waltons. Hello, good night. All I know. We, you know what? We cut to the chase on this one. <laughs> yeah, we are right. We are ready to go. Aren't Let's go. Messing around. We are all business today. <laughs> anyway, right. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you all doing? Uh, good, Sean. <laughs> Um, and Mary, hi. So uh, let's talk about something that um, the trend watching organization, which is a, a, a company we love and, 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 and recommend their website and their materials because they follow trends more closely than just about anyone. They call this heritage heresy or brand heresy. And this is uh, a trend of long-standing uh, brands, brands that have been around for a long time, basically just throwing out the brand narrative that they've had for years and years in order to embrace popular cultural trends and needs. Here's, here's an example. Um, KLM, the uh, European Airlines, is actually urging people to think twice before booking air travel as a way to help the environment. I mean, that's, air travel is their business. Barclays Bank allows people to switch off their own ability to use their credit cards when it's used to gamble, if that's what they want to do, or in pubs, or basically any vice that they want to protect themselves uh, from. Barclays allows them to switch off the opportunity to actually use their credit card in, in these situations. We see these types of counterintuitive brand strategies are cropping up all over the place. We wanted to talk about them today. Who's doing it? Why they're doing it? What you can do about it? And um, just generally throw some light on this issue. So, what are some of your favorites? Yeah, I, I think for me, the reason that I wanted to talk about this was I saw very recently that Domino's is going into Italy. And they're going to have a massive expansion of their pizza business. And, you know, at first you think, wow, that's really crazy because, um, you know, it's like selling ice to the Eskimos or, you know, going into to the motherland of pizza. So why would why would Domino's risk that when they have the rest of the world? And, um, you know, it, we did a lot of research just to try to un uncover why they're taking their brand and, and really kind of pressure testing it, if you will. Uh, and it seems as though what, in their case, maybe what they're selling is more the delivery than the pizza and all those great, you know, wonderful Italian pizzas maybe don't have really good home delivery. And so that's maybe what Domino's is playing as their brand as opposed to just pizza. I don't know. Sean, what do you think? Yeah, it's an interesting topic. I'm, I'm still hung up on Barclays initiative. I just, I'd love to see that data set. Like, where are all those vices that people are self-censoring themselves from? How many pubs, how many bars? I get the gambling thing, but that would be a, a great tool for segmentation, <laughs> wouldn't it? It's like, this guy doesn't want to use his, his, his card at this address, you think, and we probably know why. But no, I think the, 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 mm -hmm. the trend is um, 
two ways to look at it, I think. You can look at brands evolve and reflect the current times. You know, you look at BP, British Petroleum, obviously famous for that massive spill in the Gulf of Mexico. But they, prior to that, their logo, their whole image was this shield, so strength and and sort of almost an empire feel to their brand heritage. And and, uh, they changed that to, uh, to a sunflower you know, to, to capture the sort of shift towards green issues. Now, that may just be, you know, very delicate positioning, but you, you see ways that the brand doesn't necessarily have to, you know, commit heresy as much as just evolve slightly in the times. And you, you, you've seen it in in others where, you know, when the, when the mood towards uh, healthy eating and, and saturated fats became the current zeitgeist back in, you know, the late 80s and 90s and, and Kentucky Fried Chicken became KFC and now, you know, the fried word just isn't used at all. So sometimes brands take a, a step of evolving. I think that's part of that. What we're looking at here is is they can't be pickled in, in, in aspic. They have to evolve and change with, with the time. So I guess it depends on how radical a change they make and how dangerous it might be to their fortune. Mm. The, the Domino's thing is really interesting because it's not really brand heresy on the part of Domino's, in my opinion. I mean, basically, they they think their pizza is great and they, they want to, you know, find every market and every opportunity to sell those pizzas, even in what Mary called the motherland of pizza, which is true. Uh, pizza there is amazing. I think it, it, the, you know the what 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 happens in that case is there must be some shift in the tastes of the target markets target market in Italy amongst people that buy it because the Domino's experiments so far in Italy have gone very well. That's why they're expanding, and um, I think that that's really the reason behind most of. The other um, brand heresies that we've talked about, the, the people are looking out at their their new audience, the millennials and 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 people that are that are becoming of age and and, and having now the ability to to spend a lot of money, and they're saying, "What do these people want? Do these people really even care what our brand has stood for in the past?" And it must be that some of the research is coming back and saying, "No, they don't. They just want what they want." They don't have any preconceived notion of what your 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 brand should stand for, and um, and, and I think that that changing cultural um, uh, desires and needs is what's really behind uh, this. You know, you also get um, based on certain sensitivities. You know, when when brands change, Diet Coke was a brand. Do you still get Diet Coke in the U.S. or is it like Coke oh, Zero? Yeah. Or Coke no, no, Bite? they have still it's, it's still Coke. very 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 strong brand here. Diet because Coke. Diet, it is still here too, but they, they have other brands to take away the, the notion that you need to be on a diet. And it sounds crazy. I had to order Coke in for a visitor in when I was in the corporate world, and, and there was very clear instructions that um, she didn't want Diet Coke because of the implications. It was a diet drink as opposed to a healthy drink. And and that's just another way of, of, of if you like, segmenting or positioning in certain ways. But it made me think about Weight Watchers, which have just rebranded, well, a year or so ago, to this WW brand, this this wellness that works. Are you familiar with this? I guess you guys yes. aren't subscribers to, to Weight Watchers. But they they had a problem with that. You know, Their stock price took a hammering, and, and their registrations really fell off a cliff. They dropped the weight 
and the Weight Watchers completely. And now they've sort of brought it back. It now says WW um, Weight Watchers Reimagined. But they've, they've, they've not gone so far away from the original brand. I mean, wellness is, is a really great word and, and, and um, a great position to own in today's market. But almost like the, the leap was too much. Just throw the whole Weight Watchers, which is a comfortable brand for a lot of people. And, and I guess you've got to make those changes very subtly or you might just rue, rue the day. Hmm. We, you know, we were, we were talking about, you know, at, what's the tipping point for brands? At what point do they go, they wake up one day and somebody that is responsible for branding says, Hey, you know, we need to think about this in a different way. Cause it's, it's like raising your child. You know, you, you want to kind of just keep going until all of a sudden they start rebelling or that, you know, <laughs> their friends start having a bad influence on them. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I was looking at, uh, an example is Hershey. You know, I, I love the story of Hershey. I love the way that they, you know, were created and how the town was built and everything. And it's interesting. I'm wondering if they're having conversations right now about milk chocolate because they perfected milk chocolate. And yet milk is uh, is kind of on the downturn right now. We're watching dairies, at least in the U.S., go out of business because it's becoming out of fashion. You know, there's alternatives to milk. And so I, I'm wondering uh, what kind of brand conversations, if that's a tipping point for them, as an example. I would imagine it would have, yeah, I imagine, Mary, that it would have to be. And it seems like um, th- this, this whole thing is actually throwing me for a loop and causing me to really rethink how I think about branding because I felt for a long time that many brands and their positioning, uh, very successful positionings are abandoned far too soon uh, for the wrong reasons. I mean, for folks of, uh, you know, baby boomer age, if you think about FedEx, what do you think about? When you think about the positioning of FedEx, what is it? When it Anybody? Oh, absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. Any baby boomer can can spout that off, and and that has not been FedEx's positioning or tagline for something like thirty or thirty five years, and people just can't believe it because it's really still something that's owned in the brain of 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 many many baby boomers. So my feeling has been for a long time that those things are abandoned because a new management regime takes over and they want to put their mark on the company and sometimes they toss out something that could still be working for them. But what I am rethinking is something I said earlier. It just appears that you know the the the, the new generation of buyers which we absolutely have to get our arms around really don't care about heritage. And especially it seems when it deals with when your brand has something to do with the environment, because we've talked about KLM and, and BP, but also with health, with Mary or Hershey idea and the idea of milk chocolate. It just appears that if you have a brand that has some kind of connotation, connotation to environment, health, or some other pop culture um, uh, hot topic, you probably should be thinking about this no matter what. And I guess it's the timing, isn't it? I mean, that's what we're really saying is if you if you are looking at the, uh, the the way the world is today and imagining how your brand fits in, particularly if your legacy brand is um, uh, somewhat against the flow of, of current thinking, if you're inherently not healthy, if you're inherently not environmentally friendly, then you have to be very careful as to how that is, is positioned. But of course, it's back to this idea of, of when do you make that move and how do you experiment? How, how do you 
how do you know that now is a good time to, to reposition? Um, and, and, and which bits do you try to capture? You know, the, the, the uh, Gillette is an example, not really reposition. Well, I guess they have repositioned a little bit with that um, much more softer masculinity that they've been promoting or they did promote earlier last year, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, those kind of things, they divide people. Now, of course, ultimately, it's, it's does it affect sales, I guess. That's the, that's the key. Um, and uh, that will always truth will out but when do you know when to make the move that's the bit yeah. that's the head scratching. well you know what i what i what i realize is um because i did a lot of uh forecasting and it's easy to ask your current customers what they think you know even all the way back to wash you know washing machines that were top load you know if you asked your loyal customers they go we love it but there was a new group that were more you know environmentally uh savvy that said actually the front load is a much better way to do it and, you know, a great company missed that trend because uh, they were talking to their existing as opposed to a leading group. And, Tom, if I, you know, really think about what you're saying, we always believe customer insights are important, but you have to go a level deeper to think about which customers are leading these new trends so that you um, are staying ahead of the game. And, Agreed. you know, and then once you get that insight, how do you test market it either like with co-branding or sub-branding or even a completely different brand if you're going to change it so much that you're going to actually take and, and demolish the equity that you already have in that type of a, a brand? And here's the tricky part um, is, and Mary I agreed, and, and companies don't do enough of that kind of research where they they, they, they test out new things and, and actually, you know, um, segment their audience so that they get a read on differences uh, within their audience. I mean, consumer brands do a lot of it, but I I guess our our, um, observation is that B2B brands don't do enough of it. But the the other point that I want to make is that things have sped up due to technology and I think with a lot of these trends that we've been talking about, where you said, it, when's the time to act on it? It's probably faster than you want to. <laughs> you know, you probably, if you're thinking about it, you better get busy on looking at it and researching it and testing it, any kind of change in your, in your brand, image, logo, tagline uh, approach, because the danger is that you could could wait too long. The normal timelines don't apply anymore. Just ask Kraft, who we talked about a, many many seasons ago, who had a, you know a terrific hit to their to their um, their corporate equity because they didn't switch to, to healthy fast enough um, for do, for the current trend. Do you think that the the whole heritage angle is is uh, is no longer a, a, a powerful? force like any any brand in any market that's relying on um, some historical um, heritage is uh, is going to struggle do we think it's that broad that that mm-hmm. heritage as a, as a concept is going to go away outside of maybe you know very very few I can't even think of a specialist one or do we think there'll be a bounce back and that that uh, that heritage thing will come back is it cyclical or is this is this more permanent I, you know what, I can I, I have to jump in for a minute. My, my daughter is 13 and she is like Miss Branch. Mom, look at those shoes, look at that car, look at that. And, and it's weird how I think, I think media does a really good job. I, 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 I think that we see waves, but what we traditionally think of as the, the brands, 
I think that it's um, it depends on which segment or which group we're talking about. I think I think if a brand does its job, it's going to hit the heart of that customer, even if it's B two B. And I I think that it's probably harder because there's a lot more stuff out there. But if if there's a heart involved in it, I still think branding will become important, even with the the newest group coming up to buy. Yeah, I agree because there's people still have have brains and human tendencies, I guess. And that's what branding works on, right? Is the the tendency for people to feel overwhelmed and therefore needing to simplify messaging. And if your brand is associated with a simple and powerful concept, I think that is always going to to work. And the, that means that, we're, in my opinion, I'm not advising people to you know, throw out all of their heritage. I think that the brands whose heritage are associated with some of the, you know, the categories we mentioned before, the environment, health, um, you know, these, these brands actually absolutely quickly have to take a look at it. But I don't think all brands do. I think it's just, you know, a subset. Sean, what do you think? Yeah, I, you know what? It's it's one of those things where it's, it's it's really dangerous to predict, isn't it? You 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 can see how capturing the the current mood is really important, and you want to stay on top of things, but you've got to back the right horse. You don't want to be you know wrapping yourself around a trend that turns out to be very um, very marginal, or that you don't really fit in. You know, when you're trying to shoehorn yourself into something when it doesn't reflect other aspects of your brand and and what it is. So, you know, I, I think it, it's, a, as I said at the beginning, a sort of natural evolution, depending on which time and period of time we're in. And eventually we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get there. But I think it's, I'm, I'm glad I don't have to make those decisions, put it that way. I think it's a, it's a tough call to, uh, to reposition a brand, however marginally, and you've got to be, you know, confident. Mm, yeah, and authentic. It sounds like um, we, we hope that uh, you enjoyed this, uh, this topic. If you uh, want to give us other topics, please go to theaccidentalmarketer.com and you can click on our podcast button. And then um, we also are on iTunes with all of these podcasts. So thank you very much. And we look forward to seeing you next time.